Welcome back to Coaches on the Beach, and today we have Shane McPherson. Shane is entering her third season as the assistant coach at College of Charleston. A proven winner, she finished her NCAA playing days in 2021 at the University of Washington. Shane, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> honored to be here. Shane, this is probably the first time. So we had Steve McFadden on, right? He's currently coaching at the University of Washington. Yes. Um, this will be the first time we've had three former residents of the Pacific Northwest who all um, found ourselves flying south for our careers, <laughs> not just for the winter. Um, what yeah. kind of led you to finish up in Seattle? And then uh, I know you started asking people in the Carolinas right, if they were looking for any coaches. And how did that whole thing come about? Yeah, so I moved here with my fiance. Um, I met him. We started dating like beginning of our senior year of high school and he has some uh, family that live in Charleston so we've been on lots of family vacations and I think it was our last visit here where I like mentioned something like oh my gosh I can't imagine like living here like it would just be the most wonderful time he was like we literally could like we could just send it and like experience something new because so I went to University of Washington he went to Washington State so we grew up, we both grew up in Seattle. That's kind of all we've known. And we're just itching for a new experience. Uh, I know I want to dip my feet in the water coaching a little bit. So um, we made that move here. We also wanted to invest in um, a rental property. So we, we bought a fixer upper um, and it was actually <laughs> bad story, but it was infested with fleas. <laughs> Right when we moved in, we bought it sight unseen. So we ripped out all the carpet. We um, we did a lot with like the doors, the railings. We put all new flooring in. It was like a really, it was really hard, but it was a really cool experience and um, really neat to learn like new things about the construction of a home and like remodeling a home. Honestly, so we we lived in that house for about a year um, and we lived with four other roommates while living in there so it was an experience um, they're all super nice but we didn't know them they didn't know each other so it, it was an interesting um, interesting experience um, and go, kind of going back to like coaching and how I got this position I think it was like the first week of moving here um, like before, actually, I contacted Jason, who was a previous in, uh, indoor and beach coach, um, and I asked if there was any volunteer opportunities for the beach program. And he was kind of hinting like, yeah, but we don't have any money to pay pay you, which is totally fine. Like, I just want to see if um, college coaching was going to be it for me. And um, obviously, Jake Elliott, local legend, like I didn't think he was going to leave. But the week of being there, um, he resigned, wanted to focus on his family um, and his business. And so Jason offered me that position and it was the best timing that could have happened. And I'm still like shocked it like all worked out, honestly, because um, the other closest program was South Carolina and that's in Columbia, two hours away. And we know we want to be in Charleston and invest in a rental property because um, it's a lot cheaper here than Seattle. Seattle's like insanely expensive. Um, so yeah, honestly, honestly worked out. Um, 
we actually drove cross country to get here as well. I've never driven more than maybe five hours like growing up, probably to go to Eugene. That was about it. And it was like a six day trip. And we we stopped at Yellowstone. We stopped at Moab. We made all the cool stops. Um, so that was just a really cool experience. Yeah, we'll put that down as like the worst timing of my career. Uh, just because I think I got, I think I got hired at Coastal maybe right before, or right as you guys were driving out. And I, I, Maritz randomly told me, he goes, oh yeah, I think Shane McPherson's trying to, trying to come out and volunteer. And I was like, oh my God, Steve, this would be the world's best volunteer. I don't know how we could pull this off. And I think by the time we got a hold of you, you were like, oh, I've actually already, Jake just left Charleston and I'm going to take that gig. And I was, oh, it's just the biggest heartbreak. Um, but obviously it was great because we get to see you many times throughout the, throughout playing against each other and coaching against each other and um you've had a great career on the beach at washington you also had a pretty dope indoor career uh right at least one elite eight and two elite eights right if i'm not mistaken yep. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about how you decided to go being from seattle decided to go to washington and then also be a part of their beach program yeah so when um i was in the recruiting process in high school um i knew i wanted to play both i knew i wanted to kind of see what the ncaa beach thing was going to be. Um, it started, I think it was, there's talks about it like my freshman year. And so I was just really curious to see how that would turn out. I didn't want to commit to it fully because I do, I did love indoor still at the time and I was completely split between both. Um, but yeah, I actually grew up starting to play beach volleyball, which is really interesting, I guess. Um, I started playing at a pretty young age and then I evolved into playing indoor club and so on. But um, yeah, I would definitely say beach volleyball has been like engraved in me from a really young age. Uh, I have a sister who's five years older and one of her teammates on her like youth soccer team, her dad um, had a lot of experience coaching um, and playing in the AVP a little bit. And so he coached me, um, he trained me and his younger daughter, we were um, teammates together. And it's funny, she's actually in my wedding. Um, <laughs> we're really good friends. Um, and then my older sister played with her older sister. So it was kind of a neat um, experience, kind of neat family experience training with everyone. But he has definitely shaped me so much into like who I am as a beach player and as a coach. Just so thankful, like, like I was saying before, the timing of everything was absolutely perfect. Um, but kind of going back to like the recruiting process, I knew I wanted to play both. Um, and honestly, it was just such a great experience to have two competition seasons in one year. Um, and I, I like traveling. I think it's really fun um, to travel with the team, experience new places with them, um, especially for beach because at UW in Washington, weather is a little chilly um a little bit rainy so when we went up to like california arizona like especially hawaii it was like oh my gosh we were just right after we got off the plane out of the airport we were just sitting in the sun and it was like glorious um, and we could play like quote we would say like real volleyball <laughs> because we'd be playing in the rain the snow we'd have like a million layers on um which was so much fun like i wouldn't 
I wouldn't change it for the world. It was definitely a grind. But yeah, that part of it was really fun just to compete year round, travel to different places um, and so on. And I just think beach is such a evolving sport. Um, There's a lot of um, new things coming out about it and it's growing so much, which is really exciting. Um, especially at the juniors level, like there was no club beach volleyball when I was a junior and I just played during the summers cause obviously Washington can't really play year round. Um, so I just be itching to play during the summers. Um, and yeah, and now I'm here coaching beach on the East coast, which is crazy, but, um, yeah, I've been loving Charleston for sure. Very good. And with Seattle, you obviously grew up there. You went to college there. There's something other than this rain and snow and cold weather that you're talking about that kept you there. What were your favorite parts of Seattle? Because for me, like I experienced Seattle a little bit differently when I got there. It was COVID. The very start of it, we were shut down, but we got to do all the hikes. So I have a couple of hikes in my my mind that I don't want to sway your decision, but I, I want to <laughs> see if we were on the same page from a local to a, a implant, I'll call myself. Yes, for sure. The hikes there are absolutely amazing. I wouldn't say I'm an avid hiker. I think definitely Rattlesnake Ridge. That's so basic to say. Like if you're from Washington, it's very basic. <laughs> but it's like absolutely beautiful. Um, I think it's like four miles round trip possibly. Um, and then I think I went, the longest one I went on was maybe eight miles. I think that was Snow Lake. Um, and that was gorgeous, but I mean, there's just so many to think of and to go on, um, especially during the summers, summers, they're absolutely insane. Like the most perfect weather you could think of just so much to do. Cause you're surrounded by the Puget sound by mountains, forests. There's just, there's so much to do and really good food. Also, our seafood there is amazing for sure. Yeah. Are you, a, are you a red or a white chowder fan from Ivers? um white i don't think you've even tried their red chowder never tried red chowder no <laughs> I, I i'm right there with you i got i got forced into it right so for what it's worth my dad worked for the original ivers yeah so no way no old man ivor and he, he always made me as a kid eat the red chowder and so i think i grew up like thinking that's what clam chowder was um, huh. and so I, that's that's what i prefer i'm not sure you can find it anywhere else to be honest I, I think okay got it popular. yeah I, I don't think it's a very popular thing um, yeah it definitely is not new england at that point uh, yeah. i was up in linwood when i was there so i wasn't a true yeah. seattle I, I was a commuter uh but twin falls yeah. was one of my favorite hikes yes that, i i went on that hike as well i forgot about that one yeah it's kind of a forgotten one because it's a little ways out of the city and then yeah. I, I had one that was about a 15-minute walk from my apartment. I don't even know what the, the trail was called. But you would walk down, you'd start in this big forest, and as you're walking down, uh, it'd get into this open field, and then you cross this tunnel underneath the railroad tracks, and you're out on the beach. And I think that was the, the beauty of Seattle and the Pacific Northwest, is you can go from mountains and like a big evergreen forest to fields to a beach in a 15 minute walk. And I thought it was amazing. For sure. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm just so blessed to grow up in a place that I'm just surrounded by nature. I just always remember being outside, even if it was raining, if it was cold, like as a little kid, I was always outside 
doing something um, and just having a blast. Now I'm like, how how could I do that? Going outside, <laughs> running around in the rain. But yeah, now it goes no. under 45, 45 degrees or less, right? And we're all bundled up inside, calling it a day. Yeah, um, I'm a baby now. <laughs> I think one of the most impressive things, right? You probably weren't the only person in your life that dreamed of going to, to UW uh, as a kid, right? But you were the one that really worked hard to make it happen as a bro, especially. You were a state champion. Uh, you were an MVP, right? You won MVP your league, I think, all state. You, I mean, the awards are, are numerous. Um, what kind of went into that? And was it, oh, I always want to do this to go to UW, who at the time is going to Sweet 16s every year for the most part? Yeah, so I grew up like going to mostly all of their camps. Um, I looked up to a lot of their players and went to almost all of their games. So I was like a huge supporter right from the get-go, right when I started volleyball. Um, Jim McLaughlin was the coach at the time when he was recruiting me. Um, and this is just a funny story and a great example of how small the volleyball world is. Um, but my aunt, she lived in Bellevue, Washington, or Kirkland, I think it was, Kirkland, Washington at the time. And she was neighbors with the McLaughlin family. Um, so just like a weird connection. Like I kind of grew up like playing in um, like their little cul-de-sac with his kids. Um, and we just grew a relationship a little bit like that. So we kind of knew who I was growing up. Um, and then I would come to some of the camps and so on. But yeah, once he, once he kind of knew that beach volleyball was going to become an NCAA sport and that they're going to add it, um, he thought of me. And when I got the letter, um, the recruiting letter in the mail my freshman year, I actually thought it was like ball shagging. Because <laughs> I was like, in my mind, I didn't want to like get too excited. And I've gotten emails in the past about like, hey, like be a ball shagger um, at our game next week or whatever. And so when I saw the letter, I was like, holy smokes. Like, I was so shocked and just floored that he thought of me um to like kind of help the beach program and then later on he said um i could be on the indoor team as well um and then it kind of went from there and you make it sound very casual that like he's like oh yeah you can come join us on the indoor and play no you played your freshman year i did i did and i surely did struggle i will tell you that um i could not pass a ball to save my life um that was like that was the hardest year probably of my life. Um, yeah, I, the game is just so different. Once from high school to college and kind of like what you said, like, yeah, I won the state championship and like a little bit of that, a little bit of that. But once I hit college, it was completely different, especially service seeds. Like these, these women pretty much serve so, so fast. And just mentally, it was like really, really draining because passing service was so tedious. Um, but yeah, I was so proud of myself. I worked really, really hard and I got pretty good at passing and service But yeah, freshman year for sure was definitely a struggle. Um, but I, yeah, I love my experience and I don't know if we could cut that out. Sorry. Shane, we might have a different uh, I don't think we should cut it because I, I think we have a very different no, <laughs> of what struggling is, right? So not only did you play, uh, right, 
I'm looking at, I just pulled it up real quick because I, I was curious what your version of struggle might be. Right, you had 24 digs against Stanford, who I'm pretty sure is still pretty good at the sport of volleyball. They, they may or may not have won the championship that year. That's 2016? Yeah, right. Okay, so <laughs> so you're the leading uh, defensive player in a match against future national champions. Um, I think you also played in the Elite Eight that year. That's not struggling, dude. That's, that's struggling. That's, that's I want to struggle the all the time. I want to struggle hardcore every year. <laughs> Maybe mentally then it was definitely a struggle. Now that I believe. That I believe. Yes. And I, I think that kind of brings us into a great piece of something that we kind of like to, to dive into here, right? Is like, you know, you're a young person, right? You, yeah, you grew up watching this team. Shoot, you probably went to some games and ball shagged at some matches where these girls maybe uh was Kara older than you Bajma was she Kara's actually in my class so I got I got really lucky in the three gals in my class are my best friends absolute best friends we room together every year they're all in my wedding once again another bridesmaid but um yeah so I feel like I yeah I just got really lucky in that sense some yeah yeah and and you're duking it out with them, but then also you're, you're experiencing this immense pressure of like, oh, I'm the starting bro, or at least I'm I'm playing right on this team that is winning and is expected to win. Um, mm-hmm. Did you feel like you were doing that kind of by yourself, or was that something that you were able to lean on maybe your coaches for? Yeah, kind of like what I was saying. My teammates are like they were they were so incredible. They're such great friends now. Um, and one person in particular, I mean, there's so many, but I just think of Chrissy Jones. Like, she is the ultimate teammate. Like, she would run through a brick wall for anyone. And, you know, being a little freshman, can't pass the serve receive ball is a little scary. Um, pretty intimidating, lots of pressure on me, um, also being a hometown kid. Um, but, yeah, she was the ultimate teammate. Um and she's she's taught me so much about how to be a leader, how to be a great teammate on and off the court. Um, and I mean, she's doing great things now with Cal. So it's just really exciting to see um, all of her hard work paying off um, there. But definitely my teammates helped me 100%. Um, like I said, my um, the three gals in my class, Cara, Kaylin, and Avi, um, we were best buddies all throughout college. We're still best buddies. Room together every year, which is kind of, I feel like, rare to stay with the same roommates every year. Um, so, yeah, there are just so many, so many lovely people around me. It's just a huge support system. My family was so close by, so I could go home on the weekends um, when I could. And, um, yeah, that was really, really important to me to have those teammates beside me for sure. Yeah. Uh- obviously begs the question then what are some of your, your favorite memories and moments from from playing or I guess more importantly not playing right what, what were the things that were happening off the court what do you remember from your time yeah definitely um involving just traveling nothing in particular maybe a couple stories in particular but it always has to do with traveling I don't know what it is I don't know if your players get a little goofy a little delusional when we travel I don't know if we're sleep deprived but I always remember just laughing so hard all the time when we're traveling and just always having a good time. Um, Yeah, and just 
like having that one-on-one time with uh, maybe a freshman like my senior year sitting um, at the airport or even sitting next to them on the plane like getting that one-on-one time was pretty pretty unique when our um, our schedules are just going so fast we're always so busy and we actually get to sit down and talk <laughs> um, when we weren't doing homework but yeah, and like some silly stories, I guess. I think this is Bailey Tanner, but um, we were, this was her idea possibly. When we were coming back home from the airport, I forget where we were traveling. Uh, I think it was like 2 a.m. It was really late, or I guess early in the morning. Uh, we started doing a little acapella song. So we had like a group like doing the zoom, zoom, zoom. We had a group singing. We had another group doing a different like sound. Actually... It was pretty nice. It sounded really good. Um, obviously, the coaches did not like it, but we had, like, such a fun time. Um, and, yeah, so I don't know. Like, I I just love traveling, love experiencing new places and new things with my teammates, with my coaches. And, honestly, traveling to Hawaii has been, like, such a fun time. And I grew up going going there with my family on family vacations. Me and my fiance are going to probably go there for a honeymoon. Um, I got really lucky because my freshman year we went um, once for indoor. And then that beach season, that next beach season, we went for beach. So I think uh, at least once a year I went to Hawaii. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Evan and his program are so welcoming, so kind all the time. It's just such a fun, fun place to be for sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut that part because otherwise, all of our teams are gonna be asking us to go to Hawaii. Oh yeah, uh, the next couple of years, right? All of a sudden, right, Shane, you're gonna walk out to to Charleston practice in January. They're gonna go, Coach Shane. Why don't we go to Hawaii? You say such great things about it. Um, so you know, just prepare yourself for for those questions. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough having to go to Hawaii so much. And, like, obviously that's going to be a favorite destination. What about, like, a facility or an arena? Because you played beach and indoor that you played in. Did you have a, a favorite place other than UW? Um, hmm. Alki Beach is pretty sweet at home just because, like, family and friends were always coming out to support. Uh, but some other places, like Stanford's Beach Facility, so nice, like, Top-notch facility, always fun playing there. Um, Nebraska, my freshman year, that was an experience, let me tell you. That was... And that was indoor, right? Yeah, that was indoor. That was the Elite Eight game to get into the Final Four. Um, We got swept. Not a great game, but just, I mean, honestly, such a cool experience. just to be a part of that crowd in a way, I guess against their crowd. But um, yeah, it was cool. They have box seats in their arena. Like that's insane. With your playing days though, in, in the beach career, you, you had some pretty, um, let's say clutch moments. And I kind of just went through what I could read about you and uh, picked out one game per season or one accolade per season. And I meant your freshman year, you beat Arizona State in the Pac-12 tournament in three, and that secured your 3-2 win for your team to move on in the Pac-12. That was a pretty clutch game. Then again in your sophomore year, you go up against number 13 Stanford in Pac-12, and you beat them 2-0, uh, and the scores were both two points. 
Then you get into your junior year. You're playing at a higher level now. You end up beating UCLA. That's pretty awesome. Um, and then, and then your senior year, you end up uh, setting the single season records. So you had a lot of great games in your career. Is what I'm trying to get at. Do you have one that stands out in mind uh, that was like your all time favorite game? Hmm. I will say um, playing at Alki Beach my fifth year. So I was playing with Chloe at the time. Um, we played Hawaii a total of three times that weekend. Um, I think they won the first time. We beat them the second time. Um, and I think on that that same day, we beat them again. It was kind of cool because we were one and one. And then the last game was kind of just to win our little mini duel that we were doing in the ones. Um, but, like, yeah, that one was awesome. But it was also at Alki Beach. It was 75 degrees that weekend in March in Seattle. It was an insane weekend. We had so many fans there. Um, volleyball community in Seattle is really big and like super welcoming. Everyone's so nice and it's kind of surprising how big it is because of the weather, but there's a huge beach community, huge grass community, lots of Revco going on all the time. So, um, yeah, it was cool to have family and friends there and people a part of the Seattle community there as well. And obviously having a great weekend when we host is a plus. I know Hawaii's been there um, the previous years when it's been dumping rain. Um, probably wasn't as fun for them. But um, yeah, and like my fifth year playing with Chloe is like such a blessing. She is my absolute favorite teammate. Um, and to go out like playing with her is something that um, is just really special for me and will always be on my heart. And yeah, I'm just so excited to see what she'll do too. Sure, and Chloe. Um, crushed it this last season. Um, excited for her. Yeah, I think they won. They almost won Seaside or did win Seaside too. Um, Shane, we talk a lot about how great your playing career is, and, and you're very humble, which is awesome. Um, we like to brag on whoever we get on, right, because it makes us seem cool that we know these people that have done good things. Uh, but I imagine uh, there had to be something in your past, right, that led you to want to do coaching. Uh, and I want to know who who was that person that kind of encouraged you to to go for it? And then what do you feel like your main, what are you known for as a coach? What are your players going to say? Oh, Coach Shane, this is who she is. Um, yeah, I feel like there's been an abundance of some awesome mentors and coaches um, from when I was really young coaching me up all the way up until college and just meeting some amazing people now that I'm coaching in college, um, just some great mentors there, but also just some not as great coaches also that have really um, played a role in who I want to be as a coach and my purpose as a coach. And so like, I really hope, and I, I humbly think that my players really <laughs> think that I contribute to their confidence. I'm always wanting to accelerate their confidence, especially because once they're after they're student athlete, they're going to graduate. They're going to go into the real world. Um, I'm not going to yell at them. Their boss is not going to yell at them, you know, but their nine to five job or whatever they're doing. Um, so I think instilling confidence is the number one thing I want to do for my student athletes. If that's on the court, off the court. And I think that being pretty relatively close in age with them um, and doing something similar to what they're going through right now 
has helped me become a mentor for them and for someone um, to trust in a lot of different situations um, outside of volleyball. And so, yeah, I take pride in that. And I think, um, I think even coaching uh, the UW camps when I'm coaching 12 year olds, I'm instilling confidence in them, like all the way, uh, even if that's them hitting into the middle of the net, like I'm still, I'm still trying to hype them up because volleyball is such a tedious game, especially beach. Like you can't get subbed out. You are in there. You're sticking in there for your team. You got to figure it out. So I think, Confidence is the number one thing I'm trying to instill in my student athletes, for sure. As far as coaching, right, and and taking that instilling of confidence into into your college practices, um, how has that looked with a team that has featured a fair amount of crossover athletes, right? So you don't get that entire fall to really develop relationships, um, but then also a team that's had some, you know, ch- turnover, right? So Jason was there for. Was it your first two years that Jason was running the program? and then My first season, yes. First, first season. season. Mm-hmm. And then Damian came in and, and kind of took over from there. And so now you've got, okay, two different, you know, leadership styles. How has that kind of played a role in your experience? Yeah, I think it's definitely um, taught me a lot, um, just getting to work with different types of people as well. Um, I will say Damian is super creative in the way he runs a program. Um, he, his mantra is like, just to try to be different, try to be non-traditional, which is something like I'm personally not really used to. I'm used to the traditional stuff, especially coming from indoor. I feel like there's a lot of traditional stuff in indoor. Um, but yeah, he's always like trying to be different, trying to push our student athletes to be different, finding ways that we can, um, accelerate our program in different non-traditional ways so maybe that's instead of competing um during the fall in a tournament going out and competing in a fall tournament we would go out and do a river rafting in charlotte i don't know if you guys saw that um but we practiced at um a club in charlotte and then we went to the olympic training center for water rafting as a team and that was such a cool experience um None of the girls obviously have done it before. So it was really neat to do that um, with them. And yeah, we, we have committees on our on our program. It's um, relationship pod, travel pod, and marketing pod. And so we give them a lot of um, a lot of confidence because they are able to kind of do things on their own and present it to us and be able to execute their ideas and get creative with stuff that they think might be important for our program to accelerate in just lots of different ways. Um, and yeah, it's it's been really fun getting to work with Damien for sure. I think he's maybe top three funniest people I've met. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he's a great leader. It's been super fun working with him and just um, also, Jason hopping in my first year uh, as a collegiate coach. I learned a lot from him. And yeah, I mean, there's obviously going to be a lot of coaching changes within um, within beach and also in any sport, honestly. So um, I'm glad I was able to get that experience just working with different types of people. Yeah. And you, you guys have a lot going on, like 
we all kind of know that there's a lot that goes into a season. It's not just the nine-week period that happens. So a lot of stuff happens in the office behind the scenes. But you always have to consider that work-life balance. And you've mentioned it a couple of times. And the one I can't get out of my mind is you guys re-renovating this house. How long did this take you? Are you guys still in it? Or what, what what's going on with this renovation? Yeah, so when we, we first moved here, we bought this house sight unseen. Um, we didn't know it was really a fixer-upper until we kind of realized the whole flea situation. Um, and we're like, okay, let's get rid of this carpet. Let's put in new flooring. And so we did it like pretty much all by ourselves. Um, Pierce, my fiance's older brother, has done it before. So we FaceTimed him a ton. <laughs> Lots of YouTube videos. Um, but that took probably want to say four months we kind of cranked it out um we got renters in there while living in it so we made a little bit of profit each month um it's a little bit of a sacrifice for um a really great return we aren't living in there currently um we are renting an apartment now so we're renting out five bedrooms in that house and yeah i'm just super thankful for my fiance he's really really passionate about real estate investing and all that stuff. And obviously I'm here for it. It makes complete sense. Um, but yeah, I've learned so much um, through the renovation and through um, his knowledge about real estate for sure. I was just going to ask, what do you feel like is uh, the project that like Shane could hammer out at any home? So if you need to make a quick buck and somebody's like, Hey, I got a DIY at the house. What, what's the thing that you're like, Oh, I'm good at this. Ah, uh, I mean, flooring, as tedious as it was, it was really satisfying because it's pretty much like a puzzle um, and you just got to hammer in each little puzzle piece, but just the the dimensions. So you have to figure out the dimensions of the whole room, figure out um, the length of each board. There's a lot of math that goes into it. So it's a little bit tedious in that sense. But once you get going, like it's really satisfying um, for sure. <laughs> That's good. And you mentioned that it's a, it's, it was kind of a passion project for your fiance. And you've mentioned you have a wedding coming up with a couple bridesmaids already mentioned. Don't tell me when or where, because you might have hundred beach volleyball listeners coming to crash. So, but <laughs> how has that process been? Are, are you excited for the wedding? Like, how are you expecting this is going to uh, prolong in your career as a coach? Yeah, I think, um, what like planning a wedding is definitely really hard we do have a lot of time till our wedding date um so that's been nice like the pressure is kind of off a little bit to get things done asap um but yeah i'm super excited i love the creativity of it like thinking about like the decor the colors all that stuff i'm all about that um and just like the organization of it all like honestly i'd love to do wedding planning on the side um, it is a little bit stressful at times, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun trying to, you know, search and puzzle out the piece of getting like the best budget for a specific vendor and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Pierce, my fiance could probably care less about a lot of stuff, <laughs> um, which is usually the case, but, um, yeah, it's nice just to take reins on that and just have fun with it. Yeah, I was definitely on the other side of that with your fiance of my wife would say something. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds great, honey. And then we'd show up at the <laughs> wedding and 
that would happen. I was like, where, when did that happen? Like, we yep. talked about it. And I was like, okay, yep, yep, we did. Yeah, uh, that's good. Sure. But as you're building into this spring, you got a new spring coming up, playing some Sunbelt play, uh, common opponent here. Uh, what are you guys most excited for for this season? Yeah, I think um, just having a pretty new team. So we have eight new student athletes um, that are on our pro- or in our program. Um, and so I think just really building the culture that we want um, from a beach volleyball standpoint, um, we're like slowly trying to build our beach only roster um, each year. And uh, we love our indoor student athletes that cross over. They're amazing athletes, amazing people. And um teammates but like kind of looking more into the future we're looking to really build our beach roster and solidify that a little bit more so we can compete against all the other programs who are training year round yeah i just think we're really excited to um to have a lot of new uh student athletes be involved in our season and we have eight new student athletes that joined our program this fall two transfers and six freshmen that is by far the biggest uh, freshman class that we've had. So this is like a brand new experience for them and our transfers experiencing a little bit something different with what our program does. And we're just really excited to build the culture we want um, with our new team. And uh, we lost like a really sweet, fantastic class this last year. Um, and so we're really pushing to be as, be- as best as we can and um, to do possibly even better than last year and just take it day by day. Um, obviously our goal would be to win our conference, but I think, um, like I said, taking it day by day is going to be best for us for sure. I know that we'll see you on the season schedule. Colin, are you guys playing Charleston at all this year? Uh, I think Shane's dodged me this year. Uh, she doesn't want to. <laughs> Doesn't want to. I'm trying to think if what our record was against each other. I know you you beat me. Oh my god! Wait for Coastal. Yeah, like I'm trying to think the times we've played or coached against each other. I think I've only last year. Holy smokes! Like I, I think. There. Oh, that's right. I was gone. You did beat me last year. You, uh, Ella, Ella Reams, my homie, took that's took true. out my twos blocker. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yes. That's that's got to be one of the funniest stories, Michael. I don't even know if we've told it on the podcast, but Shane had a player, uh, Ella Reams, this little redhead gal from from South Carolina, uh, and like long story short, she started out at San Francisco, and I played up at North. Or I was coaching at Northridge, and we were playing USF COVID year. I see this guy in a Clemson hoodie sitting on the beach in Santa Cruz. And I go, oh, no, did you lose a bet? Right. And he, oh, ha, 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 why? you know, I'm a South Carolina fan. He's a Clemson fan. Whatever. Think nothing of it. COVID hits. World shuts down. I go up to Oregon. I've got a USF transfer on our team up at Oregon, Madeline LaFollette. Right. She says, hey, my friend is my partner is trying to leave USF. Will you have a call with her? I'm like, sure. So I call to Ella Reams. Right. She goes, hey, uh, I have no idea what I want to do. Um, I just entered the transfer portal and I'm like, well, it's December 27th and school starts January 4th. I'm like, not even sure we can get you into Oregon at this point. So good luck. Great. Best of luck to you. Hang up. I go to coastal. We are playing college of Charleston and Ella has showed up as a mid semester or mid year transfer. And this dad comes up to me and he goes, 
you still a South Carolina fan? <laughs> I go, what the heck are you talking about? He goes, yeah, that's, we, we met in Santa Cruz. That's my daughter, Ella, right over there. And it was just like the craziest little small world thing. So coast um, to coast. I think it, it made Shane really uncomfortable, I think, the first time because Ella and I have this nasty habit of like talking smack to each other on side switches. Yes. I think one of the first matches, like we say something and throw elbows. And Shane's like, who is this guy? That is <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing this to my player? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, just a, a very fun, right? A very small world, but obviously you've done great things with with Charleston and, and the program, and I think you've been a great kind of guiding force for them there, showing them uh, what can be as a as a player and maybe even an undersized player at times, is how some people would call it. Um, Shane, you've also seen college beach volleyball grow from not much to what it is today. What's the thing that you want to see college beach volleyball doing in the future? Yeah, I think um, we're slowly doing this little by little, but and especially at the pro level, they're doing it a lot more. But I love jump setting. I love spreading out the offense, even though it's so hard, even when I do it myself, it's it's a gasser. But I think spreading out the offense, jump setting with maybe some options, um, it's just so hard to defend. Uh, and so I'd love for you know, college student athletes to be throwing that in, have coaches teach them a little bit more during practices, just trying something new, trying something different. Um, and I think it shows like a ton of athleticism, jump setting. Like I said, I get gassed when I try to do it myself. Um, and then I know that like Newport Beach Volleyball Tournament, they had the fours going on. Like it's so out of the box, but to have like a collegiate NCAA fours championship so it'd be like a pairs championship but it could be like the ones and twos pairs playing with each other against other teams just something different and like I I assume the student athletes would just have so much fun doing it uh just a different look at it because I know like fours is so fun to watch as a fan um like watching all McKinnon Brothers YouTube videos has been really fun um and just seeing everyone playing together they usually don't play with uh, yeah, I think that would be super out of the box, but I think that'd be such a cool, cool way to kind of move the sport along in different ways. Yeah, I think you uh, you should definitely hit up David Fisher up there at Wilmington, because uh, I, I think on his episode, he also suggested that. Oh, really? Yeah, and I know I would tune in to see the College of Charleston versus UNC Wilmington uh, Fours Fall Tournament. 100%, yes. I bet you with a with enough uh, influence, you could convince maybe Coastal to join in. Those South Carolina guys right there, a little too by the book, so they might not <laughs> they might not fall in the same uh, fall in the same way. But uh, I bet you you could convince the three kooky coast people to uh, to come up with it. <laughs> for sure, that'd be really fun. Well, Shane, thank you so much for for coming on. We really appreciate uh, you joining us for the podcast. Uh, big fan of yours. I uh, think it's been really great getting to getting to know you as a coach over the last few years. And, and I hope to see you on the sand whenever you want to stop dodging me on the scheduling. We'll get you guys uh, <laughs> we'll get Charleston down to Louisiana and get you some gumbo. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys just taking the time to do this. I know you guys are both busy and super beneficial, especially as a young coach, just listening to 
all the different experiences of coaches who've been through it all. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you. And we'll, we'll see you soon.